Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listens to, an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. For this episode, Jim and George discuss the second studio album by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, entitled, Deja Vu. Hey, it's Jim. And it's George. Wow. Have we done this before? You know, it feels... It feels like we have. It feels like like like, like a little deja vu. <laughs> you know, we started the. We just wanted to get it out of the way first. You knew that, just, that's what we're we're listening to. What we're listening to today, yes, folks, yes, is the 1970 classic album "Deja Vu" by Crosby, mm-hmm. Stills, yes, Nash. Uh-huh. Oh wait, there's one more. Yes, Young. Their first album is a quartet. With Neil Young, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And it still remains the highest-selling album of each of the members' career to date. Yes. And uh, so uh, this one is uh, also, you know, on the uh, greatest hits of all time, greatest albums of all time by Rolling Stone, ranking it at number 148. Yeah. So it's, uh, this is no, you know, slim pickings today. This is a, a power-packed album with a lot of hits. This this really is a great album. Um, and they're going to go so many different places musically. It, it's a fascinating project from four great songwriters, but very different songwriters in the way that they approach their their music and craft. Yeah, and I mean, how the band came together, too. I mean, they're all for successful in different bands and solo and stuff like that and have them all to come together and this time it's just one of those one of those laurel canyon you know miracles oh it really is yeah. and and this is the second studio album uh from from this collection plus of course the the neil young yeah uh con- contribution mm-hmm. uh so i say let's uh let's go ahead and jump in let's go ahead you mean let's go ahead and carry, carry on. on is that yeah okay <laughs> so st- this is a steven silt still song and uh, this was the second single. Uh, it was on the back side of, uh, or the front side, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Backed, backed with. How about that? Uh, there you go. Okay. With teacher children. Ah. And uh, when nearing uh, the end of the recording sessions for this album, Graham Nash, the other member of the group here, uh, told Stephen, "You know, we don't really have an opening track. You know, we need something that just really." announces this this album and steven combined two unfinished songs that he had and uh stuck them kind of onto a a jam that the band had had a few nights before in the studio and that's what we're about to listen to yes so here's the title track from deja vu not title track sorry (laughs) here's the first track from deja vu once again here's the first track from deja vu I think I said that already. All right, here's uh, Carry On by CSN and Y. The staff of Crispy Coated Robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously, what did you expect? Now on with the show. And we're back from Carry On, the first song from Deja Vu. Yeah. It is Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. We're doing today is Crispy Coated Robots. Just, Listen to this classic uh, album. That's such a great song. Amazing harmonies. I, I like how the drums just kind of creep in. They don't start with the song and yeah. then that nice little jam at the end. So that song, they recorded and wrote it 
performed it in a total of eight hours from conception to the final master. Man. Which is a big deal on this album because when we get into some of these tracks, they spent hours and hours and days uh, trying to get some of this stuff down. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's one of those uh, great tracks. Kicks off the album. Another one, I mean, they hit your back back to back with uh, Teach Your Children, which ended up being a almost a song that's pretty much one of their standards i would say if you know oh, yeah. i mean this one is in the funny it's been used actually uh through culture uh in, in many ways including uh most recently i guess in the uh the office steve carell and rain wilson singing oh. <laughs> on a take the take your daughter to work day episode to entertain the kids yeah. nash who is also a photographer and collector of photographs uh said in an, in an interview that he came across this this picture of a child with a toy gun or a hand grenade, sorry, not a gun, in Central Park. And the image just, this kid is angry looking and it prompted Nash to kind of think about what are we teaching our, our children about war and other issues? And of course, this album was released right in the midst of the uh, conflict in Vietnam and so he actually wrote this song, Jim, when he was a member of the Hollies, but it was never recorded by that group in the studio for some reason. Yeah. So they're looking for material. He says, hey, I got this kind of country-ish song, and uh, it's number two on, on this record. Yeah, here it is, trivia time. Who was the uh, person who played pedal steel guitar from another famous band on the song? Jerry Garcia. Oh, you looked it up. You no. can't just know that off the top of your head. Okay, what did he do it in trade for? <laughs> Knowing Jerry Garcia yes. and these guys and the time, <laughs> um, I'm going to say uh, some illegal substance. No. Okay. He did it in trade for their vocals on their albums, Working Man's Dead and American Oh, Beauty. okay. Okay. Well, good for him. I so, like that it was that instead, <laughs> instead of, of something else. Instead of something See, else. See, you learned your lesson, and we're going to teach our, your children here. Okay, uh, I'm ready. As we listen to the song on, on the Crispy Coder Robots, listen to Deja Vu. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes, if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. There you go. Definitely a country feel. You really feel that steel guitar doing its thing on that. Oh, yeah. that's It's outstanding a performance by Jerry Garcia there on that steel guitar. We're going to trek a little bit into the blues now with the song by David Crosby called Almost Cut My Hair. Almost Cut My Hair. And not as relevant today as it was back in, in this period, uh, but this was to cut your hair when you were a hippie. Uh, the the hair represented kind of this rebellion against uh, the man, so to speak, mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of dilemma at the time of, you know, do I need to be cut it to a more practical length or or you know leave it as my symbol of of rebellion? Um, it was kind of for Crosby, you know, a really kind of a throwaway song lyrically. Uh, kind of almost in, in jest, but it became one of his signature songs and probably his most important political song, would you say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's, and it's kind of, I really like the guitar sounds and stuff on the song, too. Yes, Got yeah, definitely psych blues. Psychedelic blues, kind of hard thing going. So here's almost, almost cut my hair uh, from Deja Vu as we listen to the album with the Crispy Coder Robots. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. 
Here's Jim and George once again. All right. George actually did cut his hair during that, and I don't know why. It's almost cut my hair, not I cut my hair. He's made a mess here yeah. in the studio, but yeah, that, this was not a good choice. It's okay. You, yeah, you decided good thing we're on radio. You decided not to be a hippie anymore and cut your hair during almost cut my hair. I don't understand. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, we now have our first Neil Young contribution to the band. Which is helpless. He was helpless. He couldn't. He said, "I got a song." You know. Now he originally recorded a version of this song with his band Crazy Horse uh, a couple of years before, uh, but this version has Neil Young kind of more in the foreground. I I actually prefer this version, uh, singing the verses and choruses, and of course those harmonies with uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. It just that would sold me on this version. Yeah, and when you think about it too, there's not I don't I don't want to take away from the song. There's really not that much to the song. It's a classic kind of folk song when you pretty much come around to help yes. us each time. It was performed during the uh the last waltz, which we saw saw the band right. film where he sang it on stage and Joni Mitchell provide the uh background vocals. We'll talk about Joni Mitchell a little bit later in this album too. Yes. So yeah. um yeah, I mean it's it's became a, a Neil Young staple. Is it my favorite Neil Young song? Probably not. I like the harder rock and stuff, but I, I do appreciate Helpless. And right. here it is. Let's do it. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. George is helpless, helpless, helpless. <laughs> and he just can't help listen to this album today. Deja yeah. Vu, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, and... Remember when I mentioned Joni Mitchell? That was a little tease because yeah. we're up to Woodstock. A she song. actually wrote this song. Yeah. yeah. And and this this version is so good by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. It ruined I actually heard this heard this before I heard the Joni Mitchell version. Yeah, the what is it on uh, Big Yellow Taxi, the flip side of Big Yellow Taxi? Yeah, but the yeah. the one from CSNY is so good. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the Joni the Mitchell version when I heard it, I was like, yeah, it's the same song. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh it doesn't sound like that, but it's well, kind of sound like that. And the whole "We are Stardust, We are Golden," the the harmonies again. These guys are impeccable. Uh, Mitchell was supposed to play at Woodstock, but there was a scheduling conflict, so she didn't play. But Crosby, Stills, and Nash did, and of course, she was dating Graham Nash at the time. Mm-hmm. So she wrote this song based on Nash's stories of of what went on there. Um, and it is. This is my favorite song on the album. The lyrics are so good. I mean, you you know why Joni Mitchell's such a good songwriter? Going to Yazgar's farm, the Garden of Eden type. They got to get those back to the garden. This is so many kind of great little, uh, uh, you know, alliterations or different kind of uh, metaphors. And yeah, hyperbole. it's it's good stuff. I and mean, Stephen Stills, uh, he brought this song, presented it to the the band after working out the arrangement with Jimi Hendrix in, oh, wow. in September yeah. of 69. So that's why it's got the hard edge to it, kind which of. Which you know. Hendrix closed Woodstock. Yes. He, he was the last uh, performer of the festival. But uh, yeah, this is great. Let's stop talking about it, Jim, and yeah. let's uh, go to Woodstock. Let's go to Woodstock. Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. And we are back from Woodstock. It is the uh, Deja Vu by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young today. And that's what we're listening to. Uh, classic song right there. The writer was Joni Mitchell. She did a version of it too, but it's more folky. And it's almost 
so much slower that it's hard to tell they're the same song. Yeah, I, I really prefer this one. And what a great way to inside one of this great album. Mm-hmm. So we're headed on to the title track, Jim. Deja Vu. Covered by Dionne Warwick later. No, not and at Beyonce. All. Nope. Uh, Beyonce did a cover. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. okay, they did their own songs called Deja. Different song. This is David Crosby's. This this is the third single off there. Uh, John Sebastian plays harmonica on this track ah. from the old Lovin' Spoonful. That's right. Uh, he also played on uh, The Doors' uh, uh, Roadhouse Blues. Yeah, he made yeah. his way. I didn't know that. So yeah. he's quite the harmonicaist. Is that what we'd call him? Yeah, also uh, wrote Welcome Back, Cotterthy. Not even related to anything we're talking does about. Does that have harmonica in it? <laughs> it does, yes. When they made the longer version for Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But we can't play that, but we can play Deja Vu. Well, let's do it. You know the drill by now. Pause here. Listen to the track and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. David Crosby's Deja Vu. You know those polyrhythmic swirls at the beginning and tempo changes? It kind of reminds me of some of the stuff that the band Yes might have recorded in the 70s. If they were in Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. So it's, instead it was, <laughs> take out Young, put in Yes. It'd be Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Yes. That would be interesting. It'd be like, in an, you know. Al- in an alternate universe, that's happening right now. It'd be like, uh, teach your children roundabout. You know, I like that idea. Give me some Chris Squire. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Crosby, Stills, Nash, and yes, performing live. Uh, we're up to one I of, would see him. I would one see of him. our favorite songs of all time. I remember, uh, I love the song when they did it, but I also saw at Showbiz Pizza, when I went there, they had the mechanical band, and they did a performance of Our House with the big gorilla in the middle going, ah, how? You heard, you heard like the- Graham uh, Nash would have never released this <laughs> single if he had known that a robot gorilla- would was, one day was, would sing the song, but it was, it was kinda, I, I like the version that Madness did in 1983. Okay, that's not the same song. You got mad at me for the Dion Warwick thing. I'm, I'm paying you back for the Dion Warwick <laughs> thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is this is classic. Uh, oh yeah, Graham Nash. This is this could have been a Holly song. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Nash wrote it in about an hour on Joni Mitchell's piano at her house in Laurel Canyon. Los Angeles, uh-huh. uh, and they did have two cats, uh, you know, and it's just a simple song about domesticated life and the joy and comfort of of that. So, so. you think he was like looking out the yard, looking just play, name just naming stuff. stuff in the, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, get hey, the, uh, get those flowers. And remember we had no money. Vase you bought today. He's, yeah, he's kind of like remember we had no money. Life used to be so hard. But you know it's easier now. Everything is yeah. easier with you. We're making money now. <laughs> there you go. That's that's how it happened. But it, sure it, it. it is uh, much as I joke about it. Much as I saw the Showbiz Pizza Band play it, uh, if they can play it and I can enjoy it, it's a testament how great the song is. And it's amazing to me this whole album how this is the same group that probably wrote one of the most emotional protest songs ever with Ohio. And then they play something like this. It really shows the range of these men as songwriters. So here it is. Our house. Not Madness, but Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Hey, uh, give me those flowers. I'll, I'll put them in the vase you okay. bought today. As we listen to Deja Vu. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes, if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, la, 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 la. 
That's probably like when they were sitting in front of the, when Graham Nash was sitting in front of the, uh, you know, writing the I song. I just see the cats swaying like, their heads. I got nothing else. How about. Yeah, it's great though. Sounds really good. So, uh, our house from Deja Vu, we're up to now um, four plus 20. Is that how you say it? The, the, I, what, I guess. I've always wondered is this like the whole 420 drug reference thing? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a Stephen Stills song. It, it is. Uh, and it's, it really stands out. It's the only song which was written and performed solo by uh, one member of the band. He recorded the song in one take. And uh, he was going to use it on his upcoming uh, solo album, his debut solo album. Uh, but the band heard it, and they were like, oh, you've got to put it on on this Deja Vu project that we're doing. And uh, he was like, well, okay, but you then you got to sing harmony. And they're like, no, 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 it's as perfect as is. And the song it just describes the inner uh, kind of conflict and torment of an 84-year-old poverty-stricken man who started with nothing and is finishing with nothing. Mm-hmm. So four plus 20, I, I guess if you multiply that, you, I, I don't know. You, you get 80, <laughs> but then there's four. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so here's four plus 20, which would be 24. Why did you just name it 24? Because I think maybe it was supposed to be a multiplier there. <laughs> Because he's 80 years old. He's okay, 80, all right. He's okay. 84. I, I don't know. Forget the math. Here's Steven, the Stephen, if you're listening, <laughs> please listening. contact us at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com. No, he's not listening. Here's the song. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. And we're back from 4 plus 20, and we calculators are put up now, and we're moving on to something a little simpler called Country Girl. Yes, yes, yes. And this is another, well, this is Neil Young. This is his second contribution. This, this is, and this has kind of got three distinct uh, little segments. The first section, Whiskey Boot Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go to Down, Down, Down. That yeah. was another Neil Young song from his Buffalo Springfield days. Never got released. And then the final section is Country Girl, I Think You're Pretty. Almost like a Band of the Run song. You have the three songs combined into one type thing. When you're too lazy to finish a song, <laughs> just cram it into a bunch of other unfinished songs. But I will say, I, I love uh, his vocals. They're, they're unmistakable. And then just these unexpected chord changes and choices that he makes along the way. It's a fascinating uh, listen. All right, here's Country Girl. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, we're back from all the Country Girl stuff. I like that harmonica. Oh, I love harmonica. Oh, well, I know you do. Yeah. yeah uh, Crispy Gutter Robots listening to Deja Vu by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. And everybody out there, I love you. That's the last track. Yes, it is. <laughs> we're going to go out with this upbeat rocker, and then it's going to kind of change to the slower groove, kind of churn it out to finish. But uh, yeah, not a long song, a two-minute song here. Well, yeah, but memorable. It's kind of like, I think they, you know, what do you prefer the end of the album to be something really rocking and crazy or something kind of slow and retrospective? Well, in, in this case, I, I like what they've put here uh, for this, and of course, the sentiment that Hey, love, love your brother, mm-hmm. love everybody. Love the Ever, one you're with. Lo- well, that's a different one. That's a different <laughs> album. <laughs> if, you, if you can't be, you know, maybe that's where they got the idea. You know. Here's Everybody, I Love You. 
This should be the last time that you have to pause this, I promise. And now, here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection. And we are back. That completes the album, Everybody I Love You, of uh, Deja Vu, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Yeah. Got to give shout out great to, the, album. to the uh, the bass player and the drummer, too, of this album. Dallas Taylor is even featured, featured in a lot of pictures that Her- uh, Henry Diltz took of the band. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Taylor played drums on all the tracks. Except well, for- and their names are on this cover that we have here today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he played, uh, except for Teacher Children, you know, of course. Yeah. He played tambourine on that one. And then we have Greg Reeves, who played bass on a lot of the stuff. So yeah. uh, I don't know what this album. dog did here on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he play? Um, there you go. It is Deja Vu. It, it's one of, the, one of the greatest albums of all time. It's quadruple platinum. Uh anything else to add george yeah i I read somewhere that the anticipation of this album was so big um that in january of 1970 before it came out atlanta records had already taken two million dollars in pre-orders so by today's standard with inflation that'd be like 13 million dollars that people paid for a second album from a from a group and that was just you know the the popularity of this album contributed to the success of the four members albums after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just huge. And, um, and even listening to it now, it, it doesn't, there, there's some albums that I can listen to from 1970 and it's just very dated. This stuff, um, it just remains, there's a purity to the sound of it for me. Yeah, and it's kind of weird too with with the cover. It was re-released back in '77. That's when they changed the cover, which I don't know why. If it was less trick uh, people, yeah. If it was Tr- to try to trick people, hey, new new Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young album. <laughs> Wait a minute, this sounds a lot. <laughs> Wait, I think I have this album, don't I? What no. is going on here? This is 1977. It's not 1970. Atlantic Records. What are you doing? <laughs> Wait a minute, teach your children. It's a different teach your children. Just, yeah. just, just buy trick, it, all right? Trick your children. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. We don't love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's, it's interesting, uh, interesting, uh, uh, how they did that and they changed it. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why these people do that. So still sounds great though. Yeah, it is. So, uh, any final thoughts about Deja Vu? Besides, uh, I think a we joke? should listen to it again. We'll probably do the show again. Just no, just I would rather not hear you. I want to hear the <laughs> album again. All right, that's not very nice, but okay. Everybody, uh, I love you. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the album. Go ahead and do your final spiel. So please check our website out at crispycodedrobots.com. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about uh, cultural items and rank them in top five lists. So uh, check that out. We have merchandise. If there's an album, a classic album, that you would like us to uh, consider listening to on the air, you may write us at our Gmail email account, and that is crispycodedrobots at gmail.com. Until next time, be well, be kind, and find a way to invest yourself into other people's lives every single day. And teach your children well. And almost cut your hair. Don't really cut your hair. Don't do what I can. <laughs> oh, boy. This program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy-coated robots under the direction of Circus Joe Productions. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. <laughs>
copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing. You only have yourself to blame for that. Email Jim and George at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred. And finally, be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.